If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. At Baker's, no matter where you order free pickup, you get the same great deals as you'd get in store. So you can save when you order during band practice or at the dog park or wherever. Start your cart with the Baker's app and save from wherever today. Baker's, fresh for everyone. $35 order minimum restrictions may apply. Subject to availability. Get more ways to save at the buy five or more, save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to the Social Psychic Radio Show. Featuring Jason Zook. In uncertain times, we must change our focus and priorities. This show will highlight social justice issues with the goal of expanding minds and increasing unity, love, and mutual respect for ourselves and our planet. We support the Black Lives Matter movement. Our show aspires to promote social spirituality, which simply means that by coming together, we can solve any of our problems, including the goal of bringing an end to all forms of hate, discrimination, bias, or oppression. We must protect our environment, reform our criminal justice system, and protect every citizen from police brutality. When we come together, it becomes possible to bridge the gaps that plague our society and divide us from within. We the people means everyone. Hello and welcome to the Social Psychic Radio Show. This is Jason Zook. It's a great pleasure that I have special guests Chris Burris and Dr. Patrick Wenis today to come on the show and offer their expertise in our uncertain times. A lot of us are struggling with poor sleep, stress, and anxiety. Social isolation, major losses, and the extreme disruption to life caused by the pandemic have resulted in increased levels of stress hormones and various intense emotions, including sadness, grief, sorrow, fear, and anxiety, to name a few. Renowned human behavior expert Patrick Wanis, with a PhD, and researcher Chris Burris have teamed up together to help end this stress cycle and restore your natural sleep cycle. Patrick will speak to his eight-part program designed to address anxiety, stress, and emotions that weaken your immune system to help restore peace of mind and offer the free audiobook that he has with action steps and advice which will support a healthier immune system. Chris will offer the fascinating story behind ESS60S discovery and how this Nobel Prize-winning molecule that supports the immune system is transforming the way people live and potentially giving them a future never before imagined. One of the added benefits of this episode, Chris and Patrick have agreed to each share one of their audiobooks for free as a gift to all members of our audience, including Chris's audiobook, Neutralize the Seven Emotions That Are Holding You Hostage, and Patrick's guided meditation called Overcoming, Overcome Fear and Anxiety and Enjoy Peace of Mind. The link for these two audiobooks are contained within the program notes to this, notes to this episode. We hope that you enjoy our interview, and without further ado, it's with great pleasure that I welcome Patrick and Chris to the show. Welcome to the show. Hello. Yeah. Hi. Welcome to the show, guys. How are you? <laughs> Wonderful, Jason. How are you doing? It's great. Definitely excited about having you both on the show. I think with everything that we've been going through since March, 
and the pandemic and the social uh, unrest and all these issues that are affecting our society right now, I know I can speak for myself and I'm sure all other members of our audience who are listening to this episode are going to absolutely agree that their sleep's been disruptive, disrupted by things, and that they've really struggled to try to gain a sense of normalcy in this new normal. And I'm excited to have you guys come on and talk about this particular topic because of its importance in making sure that hopefully we stay healthy, rested, stress-free, reduce stress, I should say, and have the ability to restore our natural sleep cycle. The first thing I want to ask you, how did the two of you join together? Uh, You have different backgrounds, a scientific researcher and a human behavior expert. Yeah, we're such accepting people. We accept the fact that we have different backgrounds. But but, uh, sincerely and seriously, uh, we met at a social event uh, quite a few years ago. We became friends, worked on various projects together. I've also done some training and workshops uh, for Chris's employees and done individual sessions for some of his employees. And then when the pandemic, um, I guess the word is broke out when it when it occurred, uh, we we ex- we saw what was happening in terms of the way every single person was affected. And we were on the phone one day, and Chris was acknowledging that. He was feeling, you know, quite tired and slow. And I sarcastically said to him, uh, you know, there's a pandemic, right? And at that point, um, we, we said, look, everyone's affected by it. I'm affected by it. You're affected by it. What can we do to help people? And, you know, Chris has been, is a research scientist and he's been working with this Nobel Prize award winning molecule since 1991 which also happens to help people sleep as well as boost immunity, et cetera. And then my work is helping people um, specifically in in areas of uh, trauma, relationship, family issues, and ultimately helping people to, you know, uh, not only deal with their emotions, but heal and resolve a lot of painful emotions. And we quickly identified, look, everyone's being overwhelmed with emotions. Let's do something. And so I created uh, a guided meditation and I created an audio book called Neutralize the Seven Emotions That Are Holding You Hostage Right Now. And we said, let's, let's help people to sleep better because sleep is such a critical component of physical, mental, emotional, and even spiritual health. Absolutely. That's interesting. I know that your book... The seven, Neutralize the Seven Emotions, you just mentioned it, that are holding you hostage right now is actually going to be available to our audience for free, which is great, as well as the guided meditation from Patrick. I wanted to ask, before we look at each of these, like, I'll give you an example. Yesterday, I had a bad day. I woke up. I was just in that kind of mood that I'm sure everybody that goes through the mood on a Monday morning during this pandemic goes through. You're kind of sad the weekend's over, yet you kind of like the fact that you're starting a new week, but then you're also thinking about this pandemic and you're thinking about the social unrest and all the uncertainty and all that keeps me from falling asleep restfully. And I wanted to ask you if you could explain to our audience, how can our emotions disrupt our sleep and how will these audiobooks help us to get back on track? All right. So very briefly, um, your emotions, your thoughts and emotions have physical impacts on your body. So if you have a fearful thought, then your uh, sympathetic nervous system is engaged and it's easy for you to go into a fight or flight response. We also can go into a fight or flight response unconsciously um, if we are immediately startled or if we we feel that there's a... So fear, anxiety, anger, rage automatically puts you into a fight or flight response. The fight or flight response shuts down your immunity. Um, Your brain releases additional chemicals to deal with physical pain, all so that you can keep fighting or keep running. Uh, In turn, that depletes a lot of of your body from certain uh, hormones, which in turn affects your sleep. You might be surprised to know that it's serotonin that produces and creates melatonin in your body, and melatonin is an important part of sleeping. So um, if your digestion is impacted, if your immune system is impacted, if you are chronically or constantly experiencing fear, anxiety, sadness, then you're not going to be able to sleep. And then when you can't sleep, all the really 
critical processes that occur during sleep in turn prevent you from functioning at a healthy level. And you, we also need sleep to help us to deal with emotions. So if our emotions disturb our sleep, and then we don't sleep properly, then we can't deal with the emotions. And Chris has a wonderful term for it. It's the horrible emotional sleep spiral. So one keeps <laughs> making the other worse. And it's critical to understand that we're not separate entities in our body. Our thoughts create our emotions. Our emotions determine actions. Our emotions affect our endocrine system, our digestion, our sleep. So doesn't just throw us out of balance. It even makes us more susceptible to illness and all sorts of diseases. The, you also said quickly, how, um, how can the book help? Well, the book identifies, in the book, I identify the seven umbrellas of emotions that we're experiencing. I, I define those emotions very clearly, and I give you actionable steps on how to deal with, how to resolve, or how to overcome those emotions. Not how to run away from them, not how to deny or suppress them, but how to deal with them. I know you just kind of talked about the emotions that we're talking about. In terms of the, how, what kind of impact would the lack of sleep, because I know I'm one of these people, how does lack of sleep affect the human body as well as one's immune system? Well, I'll give you, I'll give you a very simple example. Um, and Chris loves to reference a book called Why We Sleep by Matthew Walker. And he spent decades doing the research on this. And you'll be shocked to know, for example, just to give you an idea of the way a lack of sleep impacts us, less than six hours sleep and a physician is 165% more, uh, at more risk of making a mistake. 165%. And that's just, that's just one example. Um, I was gonna, I'm just going to give you some other statistics very quickly, but... Sleep helps you to live longer. It enhances your memory. It enhances creativity and problem solving. It obviously affects motor skills, cognitive functioning. It, it can also impact food craving. It boosts your immune system. It wards off colds and flu. And we need to recognize if you're not having sleep, you're going to be impacted physically, mentally, and emotionally. I'll throw out one more uh, shocking statistic, and this is the work of Dr. Matthew Walker, a lack, a lack of sleep amplifies or triggers psychiatric disorders. But above that, people who sleep five hours a night have a 65% higher likelihood of dying at any time. And Chris has some fantastic but shocking statistics about what happens around daylight savings. Yeah, it's, uh, I know one of the things that... Pe pe that, that people don't realize is the impact. By the way, Patrick White, I reference this book a lot uh, because my product uh, is being reported by our customers to have uh, enhancing their sleep. I've kind of taken it upon myself to dive in and, and work on some sleep expertise. And this is one of the best books out there. It's also one of the scariest books you'll ever read about sleep um, because it talks about everything that goes wrong, how your mental capacity is diminished, how your cardiovascular health. A lot of people don't realize when we do this wonderful thing called daylight savings time, when we gain an hour, heart attacks actually go down. And when we lose an hour, heart attacks actually go up. They increase. If you don't get huh. two nights of sleep and you do a blood glucose test, you'll show up as a diabetic, even though you've only lacked two, uh, two days of sleep. The correlation of that is, is amazing to think about because so many of us don't think that if we lessen our sleep or our rest, that that would increase our, our liability or I should say, our, you know, our susceptibility to health concerns that immediately with such a direct impact. Like yeah. I, and it's measurable. Yeah, I, I think as a, as a society, we do this. We, I think if you ask anyone, and as a society, we're like, we know that sleep is very important. It's paramount. It's paramount for our mental, physical, emotional, and, and spiritual well-being. And you absolutely must get some sleep every night, you know, eight, seven and a half to nine hours of sleep opportunity. And, you know, well, unless you've got something else to do. Right? Like, that's how we are as a society. We're the only say. species on the planet that will forego sleep for no 
healthful reason. When you think about what the CDC is recommending, social distancing, wash your hands, you know, wear a mask, perhaps one of the best things they should be saying is get some, make sure you get eight to 10 hours of sleep a night. Would that well, be correct? It, yes. It's seven to nine hours. There are a few, there's only 1% of the population, Jason, that can function healthily, not just function, but that is not impacted by less than six hours sleep. If you're getting less than that sleep, less than seven to nine hours sleep, you are going to be impacted. And unfortunately, yeah, a lot of, not enough people, whether it's the CDC or even your doctor, pays enough attention to, you've got to get not just seven to nine hours sleep, but seven to nine hours restful sleep. You've got to have both rapid eye movement and non-rapid eye movement sleep. And that's really critical. Promoting the idea of getting more sleep. I mean, that's not a bad message. I think everybody could buy into that. Let's sleep more. Let's get rest. I mean, that's like the best, the best thing in the middle of this pandemic that we could probably recommend to our audience is go to sleep. <laughs> well, let me um, say two things, because Chris and I feel very strongly about this, and that's why we got together, that if you think about it, why would humans sleep at all? What's, at what point are you most vulnerable? And that is when you're asleep. So why were we designed to sleep when that's the time that we could be hurt or injured? Obviously, it serves a critical purpose. And we've all heard of the REM and the uh, of rapid eye movement sleep. And the rapid eye movement sleep is really important for blunting emotional responses to painful memories. And then the other non-rapid eye movement is important for memory retention, acquiring and refining motor skills, and also for growth hormone secretion and even for the parasympathetic nervous system. The parasympathetic nervous system is when your body is resting and digesting. So sleep is, an, is such a critical part of your overall health. Interesting as that is, I would say this too, with so many people stressing out right now, that's probably the last thing on their mind because of the stress it's causing them to stay up and causing them to have all these thoughts that are racing through their minds and whatnot. I would ask you this. What would you recommend the members of our audience to try to improve their own quality of sleep tonight, for example, while they're listening to this show? What steps would you take that our audience could benefit from right away and in, in terms of improving yeah, I, their sleep? What's your, what's your recommendation? Well, so overall, first, when we give the link, make sure you go to the link and download the audiobook. It, it, again, the audiobook and the meditation uh, file are 100% free. We don't ask for emails or anything. It's a hundred. It's a, just a gift. Go get that. That's going to add value. And what I'd like to do is share like three tips, uh, and they're called, these tips are related to sleep hygiene. Sleep hygiene is just a phrase that talks about um, the practices and the rituals that you have to help you sleep. The more, more rituals you have around, the sleep, around your sleep, the better your sleep is going to be. So the, that first tip is be careful with naps, right? So this, the data on naps is uh, like rock solid. It's actually really good to take a nap. It's good for better mental performance later in the day if you take a nap. It's important, though that that nap only be 20 to 30 minutes. 20 is usually ideal, but no more than 30 minutes. So if you're, you know, during this COVID lockdown, you're at home, you're having lunch on the couch, and so you're tending to sleep, just make sure you set an alarm and make sure that that nap doesn't exceed 30 minutes. You also want to make sure that that nap doesn't occur after four. If you're getting sleepy and potentially, you know, on the verge of taking a nap, uh, after four, just get up and, and go do something uh, because that can actually interrupt your sleep and really your circadian rhythm. Circadian rhythm is the thing that allows us to align our sleep rhythms uh, with daylight and sunset. So it's that, that thing in us that says, okay, the sun is coming up. We now need to get more active. We need to be getting things done. And then as the sun is uh, uh, setting, then we actually need to start winding down and getting ready for sleep. So naps, make sure they're less than 30 minutes. Uh, also make sure they're before four. The next thing uh, that's a really important sleep hygiene 
tip is related to electronic devices, right? So we have cell phones, we've got tablets, we've got mm. computers. We're on them more than ever. The usage statistics for uh, for these devices is through the moon uh, or right now because of, of being locked down and people in isolation. What a lot of people don't realize is these devices get off blue, give off blue light and that that blue light can confuse our circadian rhythm. It can make us think, okay, it's not nine o'clock and the sun is already set and we need to be getting ready for sleep. If we're using this device and looking at that blue light, uh, we're, we're tricking our brain into believing it's the middle of the day. And you can, you can picture how disruptive that can be to your sleep. Most devices have a blue light filter uh, you want to make sure that you take advantage of that blue light filter. Uh, it, this is computers, tablets, and cell phones have a blue light filter. Uh, Patrick actually leaves his blue light filter on all day, the entire day, so there's no okay. way that his electronic devices will will uh, kind of adversely impact his uh, his circadian rhythm. My recommendation is that you at least two hours before the sun is supposed to set wherever you're at, have that blue light filter come on so that it's not tricking, again, tricking your brain into thinking it's the middle of the day. The other thing with respect to electronic devices is, is they're addictive. They're small pieces of social information um, that, that, you know, studies have shown actually uh, cause us to crave more. Uh, get those devices out of your don't charge that device next to your bed. Actually put a charging station outside of your bedroom, hopefully down the hall farther away, and turn those devices off an hour or two hours before bedtime as well so that you can disconnect from the, the information that's coming from those devices. And really, we want to get a good night's sleep so we can kind of uh, bypass this horrible emotional sleep cycle um, spiral. And then next, it's related to alcohol. A lot of people believe, well, the, the data is pretty clear. A glass of wine or a glass, uh, an alcoholic beverage um, can be helpful for you. But what those studies don't say and what is really important to understand is uh, a lot of people think that if you have the drink right before you go to sleep, it actually helps you sleep. And really what it's doing, it's a sedative, and so it's actually knocking you out. It's not unlike the, the, the quote-unquote sleep aids that are, that are prescribed. And actually in that book by Matthew Walker, Why We Sleep, it talks about the $2 billion sleep aid industry and how this quote, these quote-unquote sleep aids knock you unconscious. They're sedatives. They knock you unconscious. You wake up in the morning without the desire for more sleep but you actually haven't gotten the REM or the in-REM sleep that Patrick was mentioning that are so very important for you to get the healing that you need. And in fact, those sleeps help you handle your emotions the next day. There's kind of a frustrating thing about us as, as humans. Uh, we may not get much sleep the night before, but we don't wake up with this kind of cell phone bar system that tells us how prepared we are to handle our emotions for the day, right? And, and so we go through the day with, uh, you know, entering into kind of emotional situations and, and not responding appropriately. And we don't realize that we're not in a position to respond appropriately because of the lack of sleep. What's, what's finally interesting about kind of alcohol, so make sure you have a drink uh, uh, about two hours before you go to sleep if you're going to have a drink. Don't start drinking if you're not drinking. <laughs> and if you are going to sure. have a drink, um, make sure that it's about two hours before you go to sleep so you have time to metabolize the alcohol before you get in bed. One last thing that's interesting is that alcohol is very much like those sleep aids. It knocks you unconscious and doesn't let you get the helpful sleep. People who have been taking the, the molecule that I'm about to talk about um, actually report taking it in the morning, reporting mental focus and energy during the day, and then better sleep at night, which is unlike anything that I've, I've ever heard of. Um, and, and so it's, it's just a unique aspect of, of this kind of nanomolecule. Wow. I, I think that's great. I just want to add a follow-up question to what you said earlier. So power naps are okay as long as they're under 30 minutes because I used to do that all the time. But anything over that, like I have people who I know who like to sleep two hours in the evenings, don't do it. It's not going to benefit you as well as you would think. Is that accurate? 
Yeah, it's going it's to interrupt your sleep. It's going to cause you to go to sleep later and really not get the, the seven to nine hours of sleep opportunity that you need um, in, in a row, right? So part of what's interesting is part of the research that Dr. Walker did was about interrupting people's sleep at different parts of the evening, and he could actually control what, he, what aspect of the healing sleep that they got. So if you don't sleep for that seven to nine hours, if you don't have that sleep opportunity, you're actually cutting off a very specific piece of your sleep. And, and if you do that consistently night overnight, then your body's not getting a very specific type of healing night, night after night. I have another question I wanted to ask you too, in reference to melatonin. I know a lot of people like to take things like melatonin saying it's natural behind the counter, over the counter kind of thing. What's your opinion on people who take like melatonin gummies to try to fall asleep every night? Well, I, there's a number of supplements. You know, mine is not, uh, in, 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 and actually just a little bit of background. I didn't invent a supplement to help people sleep. I've had a product that I've been producing. I'll talk about it in a little bit. And, and they did a study and people started taking it and letting me know that it helped them sleep. So I'm not like the creator of this sleep aid supplement. Sure. I'm just the largest manufacturer of the raw ingredient. Um, there are supplements on the market that do a good job. My, my favorite is actually valerian. Uh, it's from valerian root. You can find it in uh, sleepy time tea. So if you go to the tea section in your grocery store, there's a cute, teddy bear that's wearing PJs and, and he's got <laughs> yes. two versions, one with valerian root and one without valerian root. What it does is help to quiet your mind. It's that, you know, that situation when you're going to bed and your mind's just racing and you've got so much rumination going on that you're not going to get sleep. Valerian root's very good at helping you to calm that down and then get some sleep. Melatonin, um, the best way to describe what melatonin does for us, it's not a sleep aid. It's a sleep starting gun. So imagine you're in a race uh, and melatonin is the firing gun that says, hey, now it's time to get to sleep. So it's the chemical that your body releases as you're about to go to sleep. It doesn't help you sleep through the night. In fact, if you take melatonin at the wrong time, you can wake up in the middle of the night. And if you take, up, take too much melatonin, you've got to be very careful because it can, make, it can make you groggy. Imagine if the firing gun for, hey, it's time to go to sleep, kept going off all, all through the night. You're going to wake up groggy because your body's still saying, hey, I need to go to sleep. Um, so, yes, there are sure. other supplements that are out there. Um, valerian is, is one of my favorite. And melatonin does work for some. You've just got to be careful yeah. when you take it and then how much you take. That's a great point. I appreciate you answering that for me. I, um, I want to ask you guys, I know we're, un, we're un, unwrapping this, so to speak. How does one's, I guess you'd say, lack of sleep, disrupted sleep, make you even more susceptible to COVID-19? Well, Patrick, I would, you want to take that? Yeah, I would say that if you, if you, the first thing you've got to understand is, as I said at the beginning, thoughts create emotions. Emotions affect your body. Thoughts and emotions impact your endocrine system. So, and if you are constantly going into the fight or flight response, if your body is spending a lot of time in the sympathetic nervous uh, system versus the parasympathetic nervous system, then what happens is your digestion is impacted, your body switches off digestion, and your immune system um, is, it, it stops, it slows down your immune system because your body doesn't focus on the immune system when it's trying to escape from pain or an imminent threat. And Matthew Walker in his book also points out that it's actually that, that sleep boosts your immune system and that sleeping less than six or seven hours a night actually demolishes your immune system and therefore even doubles your risk of cancer, for example. So the lower and the more compromised your immune system is, or the more suppressed it is, the greater chance you have of being sick, whether that's the flu, a virus, coronavirus, or any other illness or disease. Um, and again, that's why Chris and I got together, because Chris's product not only helps you to sleep, but it also boosts your immune system and has antibacterial and antiviral properties. Interesting. And um, when you're looking at it from this perspective of, of how to, I know everybody's so worried about 
I guess trying to prevent the COVID-19, if you are sleep deprived, is there a way that you could boost your immunities over a short period of time? Or is it something that you'd recommend over a longer period of time trying to change the habits and doing certain the, the recommendations that you guys are suggesting? Well, I, I think there's, there's a, yeah, there's a, n- a number of things that you, that you can do. And yeah, you want to do, be doing things that enhance your immune system. There's research, active research going on, on kind of high dosing of, of vitamin C. Um, Patrick mentioned that, that, uh, that the molecule, the ESS 60 molecule uh, has helpful benefits, right? So one, if it's helping your sleep, then you're, you're supporting your mental, physical, and emotional and spiritual well-being. Um, and then it's also a known antioxidant, 172 times more powerful than vitamin C. Uh, it's got anti-inflammatory properties. Uh, it's an antibacterial, antiviral. There's actually patents related uh, to the ESS60 molecule uh, interrupting the replication of the AIDS virus, so a known and patented antiviral. Um, so, you, yeah, you want to have this kind of holistic re- approach. And, and I don't know if, if now is the, the right time to kind of jump into this interesting molecule and how it can support your system. Absolutely. If you could tell us about the ESS60 Nobel Prize winning molecule and what you found about it and how it factors into everything we're discussing right now. That'd be great for our audience to understand. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So it's pretty crazy. You know, I'd love to say that I was the genius behind uh, the molecule in, in a supplement that's helping people sleep. I'm, I'm not, I'm just a guy uh, who started a carbon nanomaterial manufacturing business uh, in 1991. What we manufacture was actually discovered in 1985 at Rice University here in Houston. And, and those three professors who made the discovery and published the discovery in Nature magazine, probably the most illustrious scientific magazine, uh, those scientists went on to win the Nobel Prize in 1996 for that discovery. So a few short years. The best way to just if you think about the soccer ball, the lines on the soccer ball represent the bonds between the carbon atoms. So you have the spherical molecule of 60 carbon atoms. And, 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 and because they won the Nobel Prize, or really they won the Nobel Prize because they, the scientific community understood that this was going to be a very useful material, potentially used ubiquitously in our society. And, and so in 2012, uh, out of the University of Paris, they published the results of, of, a, of a toxicity study. They actually thought the molecule, for various reasons, would be toxic, so they did this toxicity study. And in that study, they gave rats water, rats olive oil, and then rats olive oil with the ESS-60 molecule. Instead of being toxic, those rats, really given the MyVitalC formula, lived 90% longer than, than the control group and actually died without tumors. So a typical Worcester rat will live 32 months, will die with a known amount of tumors, a known mass of tumors, and that, that mass increases every day that they're alive. Despite our rats living 90% longer, none of the rats given the MyVitalC formula uh, actually died with tumors. So it's a pretty amazing result. It's actually the single longest longevity experiment on mammals ever, and it is, of course, peer-reviewed wow. and published research. Yeah, it's, it's just a phenomenal result. And, and so you might go, like, well, what does this have to do with sleep? So you kind of fast forward in 2018, uh, we actually start bringing this to market. It actually took us a long time to decide, you know, we're conservative scientists. We're like, is this something yeah. that we really want to bring to market? And, and just there were people who were already taking it. We call them, you know, kind of crazy biohackers. I affectionately call them. And they were already taking the product and reporting such amazing benefits. Uh, and so really in 2018 is when we launched the product and really when I started taking it in, in earnest. And the most consistent testimonial uh, is that people take it in the morning, they re- report mental focus and energy during the day, and then better sleep that night. And w- like the testimonials are across the board. And I kind of feel that if, if it's only, if all it did was impact your sleep, then we know that it's positively impacted. We know it's going to help uh, your mental, physical, and emotional well-being. And I actually had a, a call on a podcast last week uh, where we had we kind of invited somebody to come on and, and, and provide a testimony about it. And their entire testimonial was about spiritually, how they've been able to just let go of things that would, would kind of cause problems that they would just ruminate over 
Uh, and since they've been on the formula, they've been able to just let go of things. And, and I think, again, that can be attributed to the better sleep. I think it's really interesting that you cited your cancer study with the rats and ESS-60. And it sounds like I'm a cancer survivor myself. I had stage one kidney cancer two years ago, and I'm always mindful mm. if I could find yeah. things that might help lower your probability of a relapse or having another bout of cancer. Would you think that this molecule, based on what you're saying with rats, could also work in humans potentially? Or has there been research to support that yet in preventing tumors or lowering your incidence of having cancer in the body? Well, so as soon as you start, you know, sharing, as soon as I share that, you know, the results with the rats, you know, that they, they all died without tumors, some people make the leap. And you know the difference, but some people will make the leap of, oh, it's, a, you know, a cancer cure. Well, there's a huge, you know, there's a huge difference between cancer prevention and cancer Correct. cure. Like once it's metastasized, dealing with that is totally different than, uh, than actually trying to prevent it. And things as simple as exercise and as simple as good sleep can be uh, a, a cancer preventative. So it certainly falls within there. I'm actually doing the first human trial uh, with our, with our uh, formulation uh, with a company called Aura Ring. Aura, and I don't know if you're familiar with them, they're, the, they're one of the better sleep trackers on the market. Wow. And, and the study that we have going with them, uh, there's, we're working with a professor out of the University of California, San Diego, and he's a consultant for Oura Ring, so has access to their data. They've actually, it, it really interesting about Oura Ring, the NBA just identified that their players is, can use the Oura Ring to help track whether they have COVID because the Oura Ring also has a temperature, a delta temperature um, measurement device in it. And so they're able to kind of identify people who have COVID a couple of days before they start getting symptoms, uh, which is just a phenomenal result. So we're working with that team um, to get people on our product, you know, collect some data prior to them taking our product and then collect data uh, of people taking the product. We've got about 13 people in that study. I really want to get that study to about 25, and, and a couple of people have already gone and say that they'll be lifelong long customers. Um, so, so, yeah, th I, I think the, the long and short is uh, there's not any specific uh, research that's been done yet, uh, and there are good reasons to, to believe that it's possible. That's amazing news. That's just how, how do you get this? molecule like what do you need to do if some of the member of the audience and they're listening to this and they heard about the ESS 60 molecule what would they do to look into it well here, here's what I'm, I'm going to suggest to the audience first we're giving away this audiobook and this guided meditation and the link is myvitalc.com forward slash the social psychic right so that's <laughs> t-h-e for the social s-o-c-i-a-l P-S-Y-C-H-I-C. Um, that's the social psychic. And, and on that page, you can download those audiobooks for free, no email address or anything. Also on that page are two links. One of them is over to Patrick Wanis. Patrick uh, is, is amazing at what he does and actually delivers a, a newsletter every week. It's absolutely amazing. I highly recommend you go over to his website. You can use that link or the website patrickwanis.com and sign up for his newsletter that will, of course, require an email address. Um, the other link that's there is you can get to the My Vital C homepage uh, if you're interested in trying the product. And if you scroll down, we do sell individual bottles and we sell on subscription for a 25% discount. You can cancel that at any time. So I just encourage people get on subscription. You can cancel it at any time. And then I've also made a coupon code uh, for your audience. They can get an additional $15 off of their first purchase. Uh, and the coupon code is the social psychic also. So the social psychic is the coupon code. Well, thank you for that. I'm going to look into that. I encourage our audience to check that out as well. <laughs> Having gifts, uh, it's like Christmas in July. I'm excited about that. <laughs> uh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, well, Patrick and I, we really believe in delivering value. No, I, I know our audience is going to appreciate and understand that. I know anything that can help make us feel a little more comfortable right now and anything that can take the edge off of things, that's a natural approach and helps us in our overall health quality. It should be definitely something that should be pursued um, for sure. I, uh, 
Yes. I, want, I know you mentioned the mind, body, spirit stuff earlier, and I, I believe heavily in that as well with this show. We have a lot of mind, body, spirit uh, authors that come on and talk about different topics. And one of the things I want to ask you, looking at sleep and your knowledge of it and, and even understanding this molecule, do you have any opinions about, for example, I know you mentioned napping. What about meditation? How does that factor in for somebody no. who wants to become more mindful and possibly well-rested during the day if they incorporate uh, meditation practice into their routine? Does that have anything that would serve as, a, as an extra additional thing to consider in, in light of this particular topic? Anything that is engaging your sympathetic nervous system, which is placing you in a state of calm, allowing your body to rest and digest is beneficial. You mentioned two things, meditation and mindfulness. Meditation does lead to mindfulness. Meditation helps with mindfulness. We need to understand what is mindfulness. Mindfulness is simply being in the present moment, which then means engaging all of your senses in whatever you are doing right now. So if you are brushing your teeth, brush your teeth. If you're running, run. If you are uh, writing, write. If you're listening, listen. Most of us try to do multiple things at once, thinking that that, that that either makes us special, but all it does is it just creates more mental stress. The concept of mindfulness is that when you sit down to eat, you're not thinking about what you did do or what you didn't do or what you have to do. You're actually enjoying the food in front of you. You're smelling it. You're tasting it. You're seeing it. You're in, touching it, depending on whether it's fruit or whatever you're eating. So you engage all of your senses, and that's when you feel better. It's also referred to as being in the zone. Chris uh, is more of a runner than I am, so he understands completely the runner's high or being in the zone. And another way of understanding the zone is that when you're engaged in an activity to such extent that all of your attention is on that activity, something magical happens, which is you stop thinking about yourself and you're completely absorbed in the activity, in the running. Now, of course, running also creates a high because the more you exercise, the more your body releases these wonderful endorphins and you feel better, and that helps you to deal with stress. Meditation is great because it's a great... The intention of, of practicing meditation and doing meditation on a regular basis so you keep getting better at it, and there's some days you might not be that great at it, the intention of meditation is to slow down your thoughts so you're not constantly going blah, 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 and constantly putting more stress. And the more that you are overthinking, the more it impacts your digestion. So every part of the body is interconnected. And I teach that life is lived in four realms, mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual. So mental, take charge of your thoughts. The only thing you can control are your thoughts and emotions. Your thoughts impact your emotions. And your emotions also impact your relationships. Your emotions impact your body. By exercising, by eating well, by meditating, by doing yoga, by being mindful, you're taking good care of your body as well as your mind and your emotions. The other way to help your body is to engage in something such as My Vital C, the formulation ESS-60. And then finally, spirituality is about what are you doing in this world to make a difference? Are you here as a parasite or are you here in a symbiotic fashion? That means uh, parasite, a parasite just feeds off another organism, whereas in symbiosis, two organisms mutually benefit each other. And our greatest sense of satisfaction and fulfillment comes when we know we're actually helping other people and making a difference. That's the best place to achieve your significance rather than thinking, well, my significance comes from amassing more money or more possessions or more wealth. So I think it's a great point, Jason, to remind people to be in the present moment because when you're in the present moment, it's almost impossible to experience fear. When you're in the present moment, you can actually enjoy life because I was speaking the other day with someone who said, do you realize how fast these four months have passed, I, you know, since the, the pandemic began? And I said, this is the point. The time's going to pass. We don't know how long it'll take for the pandemic to pass, but time will continue to pass. How are you going to choose to spend, experience, and enjoy that time? It's your choice. 
You know, that's a phenomenal point. I'll give you an example. During the lockdown that we had here in Florida, the world's had a lockdown, but it's so hard to, when you're a busy person, to reshift your priorities and try to make the best of being locked in all the time. And trying to, and a lot of people I know just wound up sleeping and got depressed. Some gained weight. Others were just increased anxiety. And the reality is, is you could make, you have a choice. You can make use of this time and, and, and retreat inwards and improve your sleep and improve your health. Or you could choose to spend it in a way that's counterproductive and maybe not even healthy for yourself and make you more susceptible to this virus. I, uh, I think that's a, that's, a, that's a very valid point. Um, looking at your particular study, I know part of the ESS from the research is that it can actually increase your lifespan, if that's right, or extend it. And I want to, I guess by subject, mm -hmm. about 90% is what they found. Can you talk to our audience a little about that a little further and, and explain what you found in reference to the increased lifespan from using the ESS-60 molecule? Absolutely. Again, remember, this was a toxicity study that they did out of the University of Paris and uh, and, and, and their, their thought process. And, and I always like to give kudos to the, the, to the researchers. Uh, because if you're doing a toxicity study of a molecule like ESS-60 and you're comparing it to a control group of rats that were given water, as soon as all the rats that were given water, that control group, are dead, your study is effectively finished because you know it's not toxic. You just have given something to these rats that caused them to live longer than the control group. And, and despite the fact that their study was done, they continued to do the animal husbandry necessary uh, to, to get to the end of the study and ultimately determine and, and, and really publish uh, a very profound result of a 90% extension in life. I think what's interesting is I, I shared that story with people from time to time, and, and, and I'm just wired, I want to live longer. And it always surprises me when people are like, no, you know, like, okay, those rats live 90% longer. Like, how, what is, how is that good for our society? There's, there's there, like, I, just, I don't want to live longer. And then usually if I just point out, hey, you know, in the study, they didn't outline that those poor little rats were using walkers and had to carry around oxygen tanks in order to get <laughs> to that 60-second month. <laughs> what, what would you want to live longer if you had the same mental and physical capacity as you do today. It's still not 100% and I haven't figured that out, uh, but that's when a lot of people shift and they say, okay, yes, I'd be interested in living longer if I had the same mental and physical capacity as I do today. And in reality, if we lived as humans lived 90% uh, longer, then the average age of a human would be 152. Uh, and it's really, you know, Patrick and I are actually working on a book talking about reinvent yourself as if, if you're going to live forever because you might. Like, <laughs> how does it change what you're doing today if you know you're going to live to 152 on average instead of 80 on average? I could make one assertion, I bet, or a speculation. I would think most people would want to extend their childhood till they're 40. <laughs> And then go from there. <laughs> that isn't right. Uh, I never thought yeah. of that, but that's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah, I can see I can see people saying, but mom, I don't need to move out yet. In thirty eight, it doesn't matter. I'm living the one fifty two. <laughs> but uh Yeah. Um Jason, you've just yeah. you've just exposed yourself, mate. You wanted to live at home till you were forty. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've been out on my own since college, but yes, it would always be a pleasant idea. Absolutely. Okay. I want to ask you this. Your, your audio book. I know they're going to be available uh, to our audience, and I wanted just to see if you can talk about each of the two a little further. Uh, if you could talk about, for example, neutralize the seven emotions that are holding you hostage right now. Just what can our audience expect when they, when they review this book? What, do you, what, are you, what are you going to, you know, what's your description of it in general terms that it's identifying the emotions that are overwhelming all of us at this time and, uh, and helping you through specific actionable steps to deal with, neutralize, or overcome those emotions. Recognizing, too, that uh, the primary emotion that most of us experience is either fear or anxiety, followed by sadness, sorrow, and grief. Sadness because we've experienced loss, we've experienced dramatic change. Grief because this is our response to when there's loss. 
We do t tend to grieve, even if something ends and we want it to end, we'll still ex experience grief because we tie our identity and unfortunately sometimes our own self-worth and value to the things we do, to the things we own, to the jobs we have or the careers that we have. Um, the, there's also a, a couple of important sections in the book where I give you some really powerful transformational exercises. You mentioned something earlier when you talked about the lockdown and I, mm -hmm. I actually encourage people to reevaluate your life and reevaluate what's important to you. In other words, be clear right now, what are your core values? They may have changed. What's important to you now may be not what was important to you once. Many people have woken up to realize the most important thing to me now is actually my relationships or my family or my wife or my children or my husband. But it's usually about connection, uh, belonging, a sense of a family or a group or a community or a tribe. The other free giveaway without name or email address is the guided meditation, which again, I created specifically in response to the pandemic. And the guided meditation is overcoming fear and anxiety and feeling secure and confident. And it's a very easy meditation. It's very soothing. Um, you don't need to think. Some people use it to help them put, put them to sleep. I said, well, look, if you're falling asleep, it might be good to also try it once during the day so you can get the additional <laughs> benefit. But either way, sure. if it helps you to sleep, fantastic. Um, so you can go to that link, myvitalc.com slash, what's the rest of the URL, Chris? The Social Psychic. Yes, yeah, so myvitalc.com slash The Social Psychic. You can get the audio book for free. You can get the guided meditation for free. You can, you can go to that link anytime you want and listen to it on, that, on the site, or you can actually download it to any device, to as many devices as many times as you want, because we really do want to help people. And I know because I experienced this myself. So I tested the guided meditation on myself. I use it. Um, I created, I wrote the book and I created the exercises and I used the exercises. So I know they work along with my clients who reported to me, wow, this really does work. It has helped me. And again, they're free. You don't have to give your name or email address. So we're not chasing you for anything. That's great. I appreciate it. I, um, we're kind of running low on time. I just want to ask some follow-up questions looking at this stuff. If, uh, if you were to evaluate your current research and your work on this area, improving sleep, improving your immunity, where do you see this stuff going in the future? Looking a little ahead on the horizon. Our future ability to really improve our knowledge of sleep and our ability to maximize what our sleep can do for us in terms of expanding our life and helping us through these various challenges that we encounter. I guess what I should say is like the ESS-60 molecule is something we know about now. And we're really applying you know, mind-body-spirit relaxation type grounding stuff as well. And I guess one of my questions would be, where do you see the future of your research going forward? If you could take it one step further than where we are right now, where do you see yeah. it? Like 15 yeah, years I, from now, where would you see? What do you, what do you predict? What well, can you predict a little bit? I, I think there's... <laughs> There's some pretty amazing things. So one of one of a quote that I would say my favorite quote is just actually a very interesting quote, is that the rate of change that is happening right now, and I think we can all agree that that rate of change is really really fast. The rate of change that is happening in in our world right now will never be slower than it is today. Right. So if you're uncomfortable with how fast things are changing, just know that they're going to change faster next year and faster in five years and faster in 10 years. So those achievements that we've made um, over the last hundred years, those types of achievements and um, advancements are going to happen so much faster. I read a book recently that the whole premise of the book was like, hey, we're not that far away from a, a time when man will live forever, right? It's not that far wow. in the future. There's people who think that's probably, you know, not that far in the future. And, and if we're close, how much would it suck to be the last person to die of natural <laughs> causes? 
of natural yeah. causes, right? Because, you know, <laughs> a bus will always kill us, right? Um, I don't know how you solve that. You know, maybe it's automation and whatever. There's, there are solutions. But in general, like, you know, falling out of an airplane and your parachute not opening is going to kill you. Um, but sure. to be the last person to die of natural causes. So the premise of the book, the whole book, was – um, you need to be researching. You need to be getting a good night's sleep. You need to be getting good exercises. You need to be up to date on what are the supplements that have the possibility to extend your life so that you can just get yourself over that finish line, right? And maybe even if you're not even that healthful, uh, at least get over the line because maybe they can solve the health problems later, right? And and so I thought it, it's, a, it's a really great premise, and then it really is what kind of got – Patrick and I thinking about, hey, let's let's write a book because if if this if just my vital C and the result of fantastic ninety percent increase in life uh, result from that University of Paris study, if that does um, uh, you know actually map to to humans and we're we're gonna average one hundred and fifty fifty two years, then. That, change, that can change a lot. There's people out there who are at a job, um, and maybe they're about to retire. Apparently, this is not how millennials operate, but there's still a lot of people out there um, who have a job, and they're like, I just have three more years, or maybe it's even five more years of this job, and then I can retire. But if your retirement savings are designed for you to last until approximately 85 years old, which is the, you know, 82 is the average uh, uh, human, then and now you're going to live 152, then you've got to refocus. Maybe it's time to, maybe you're not as happy as you should be at that job. And maybe you really need to be thinking uh, about how to live your best life, right? Like that's, that's kind of the premise of the book. So my, my kind of prediction is that we're going to see massive changes. There's a guy, uh, Professor David Sinclair, uh, has written some books on longevity and, and has done amazing longevity research and is working very diligently to have um, the, the U.S. government uh, declare and really the medical community say that aging is disease. It's not an inevitable thing. It's a disease. And when that happens, the research dollars that are going to go into anti-aging uh, treatments is just going to be phenomenal. So we're, we're going to see incredibly fast changes uh, as it relates to this. And, and right now, what, what we have in our lab is this result of a 90% extension of life in mammals, peer-reviewed published research. That, I mean, that sounds like the most fascinating thing I've heard in a very long time. Considering any, all the negative news that we fear and are worried about, I think it's great to hear that that could be something that we could, we could look at in potentially our lifetime. You never know. I'm always optimistic. I have one last question for you guys. And it, and it can help you sleep. And it can help you sleep, which is always an added plus. Um, we're, we're low on time, but I'm going to ask a question I always ask at the end of my show. If you guys were a spirit, spirit animal, which one would you be and why? If we were what? Sorry? If you guys were spirit animal. animals. Yeah, I'll give you an example. I've had shamans on my show, and they talk about how they become – they designate a spirit animal that represents them and helps guide them with their – uh, spiritual path and development. I always say I'm an owl because I like birds. I have two parrots. I like big eyes and I'm always curious about information. And if I could fly around and be at night, I'm, I'm also a, a night person. So that fits me, you know, um, if you, if you could think of one, what would, what would represent you and why? Chris, uh, yeah, I would. So, so what pops? Uh, two animals pop into my head. This is a very fun question. So, two animals pop into like a panther and and an eagle pop into my head. But what I'm asking myself is like, what is the helpful animal? What is the animal that runs around and helps other animals, or at least maybe maybe even if it's only its own species? And I don't know that uh, an eagle ca captures that, nor does a panther. <laughs> but but so I, I and I like your owl, right? Because an owl is like pursuit of information, and I'm just always an information sponge. Um, but exactly. I, yeah, I think you have in, in, in this exercise, you kind of have to go with what pops in your head first. And then we eagle, and I think an eagle because not because it you know kills animals, but because it it gets this fifty thousand foot view, it gets the lay of the land, it's got visibility into a vast amount of resources. I love that. And <laughs> for me, it's it's actually quite simple. I'd either be a lion or a gorilla. 
And okay. uh, they're both interesting because they're both, uh, um, you know, jungle animals. Uh, the lion, because of power, uh, speed, uh, the lion tends to be the king of the jungle. Um, and the lion roars, but can also be very gentle. The lion is extremely protective. Uh, the gorilla, primarily for the strength. You know, gorilla has gorilla is not afraid. The gorilla will confront, and the gorilla has a lot of power, a lot of physical power, and a lot of strength. And depending on the type of gorilla, the gorilla can also be a leader. And that's amazing. I, I agree with you. And I, you know, I, I I like this question because I feel like at the end it gives insight into how you would view yourself from a spiritual journey point of view. And and I just like the way it can reflect that. That's why I like asking that at the end of an interview. Sometimes it catches people off guard, but usually not. So it's good. <laughs> um, Great. I like it. I want, that was good. Thank you guys. I want, I want to thank you both for coming on the show to see, uh, you know, today and, and, and talking to us and sharing this very critically time sensitive and relevant information with our audience. And I, I'm so happy that you guys are doing your work and, and, Thank you for, you know, the two audio books for our audience with the guided meditation and the neutralize the seven emotions that are holding you hostage. Uh, I'm looking forward. I'm going to look at those as well and promote them for you guys. And, and I just, I just really thank you for coming on and sharing everything. Well, Jason, thank you so much for having us. Yeah. Thank you for the opportunity. Uh, well, you know what else? I actually am going to look at my sleep very differently now. Next time I get tired, I want to go take a nap on the couch. I'm going to only do it before four o'clock, less than 30 minutes. <laughs> and pay attention and put my phone down and all those other things we discussed. So I and again, in all the, the book, in the book, there is a section where I give about 17 tips on how to sleep better. Thank you so much for coming on guys. I appreciate it. And, and when you guys come out with any other books, please look, look me up. I would love to have you back on and, and showcase your additional information and your research and your findings. Great. Thank you. Thank you. You too. I just want to thank Patrick and Chris for coming on our show. I have to admit, we're in this pandemic for quite a while, longer than probably any of us ever imagined. I mean, most of us don't even anticipate what a pandemic would be like in our modern era, but here we are. And you add in social unjust and social justice reform and all these other things that are going on, uh, social unrest, I should say. And, and it just creates a recipe for a lot of stress and a lot of anxiety and I think one of the most important things I got from my, our episode today, my takeaway from it is get your rest, self-care, self-love, pay attention to your body. When you're tired, if you're feeling out of it, and if you feel like your emotions are running rampant, reflect, meditate, take a step back. More importantly, try to get into a schedule for your sleep. The things that we've discussed during this interview, the ESS-60 molecule, neutralizing the seven emotions that are holding you hostage right now and keeping you from peace of mind, as well as a self-guided meditation, overcoming fear and anxiety and enjoy peace of mind are available, as I said, on the link in our, in our show notes. I really am excited about this topic. So many times we ignore simple things for our health and self-improvement. It's important right now that if we wanna prevent the spread of this thing, scientific evidence above everything else. Medical and scientific evidence is gonna get us out of this and save as many lives as possible and reduce the toll of this pandemic. And that's why when we present information about the importance and benefits of sleep, which I know a lot of us have thought about since we we're real little, but the reality is as we're adults, as we're trying to get as much done during our eight hour work day from home or with all the things that are plaguing our minds right now, my heart goes out to every COVID victim and anyone that's been lost during this pandemic and anyone who's struggling through racism or anyone who's struggling to try to be heard with an equal seat at the table. I use those terms interchangeably because I believe in our society right now, all these things are critically important. None of this is gonna be overcome if we don't take care of our bodies, we don't get sufficient rest, we don't control how our emotions impact us. And if we don't neutralize the negative consequences of our stress, anxiety, and our emotional stress cycle that can destroy our sleep, beneficial sleep. I really am excited that we could have a topic like this presented today because I do think once you can start taking back your health and once you start looking at your life in terms of mind, body, spirit, you know, you may not have a temperature, you might not have a fever, but that doesn't mean you may not be sick or unhealthy. Keep all those things in mind. I appreciate Patrick and Chris coming on. A couple of websites worth mentioning. Uh, 
Chris Burris and his ESS60 molecule information can be found at www.myvitalvitalc.com. Patrick's information can be found at www.patrickwanis.com. I encourage our audience to download the free audiobooks. Let me know what you think. Send me information referencing what you thought of those books. I'm going to do the same. And I, I thank you for tuning into this episode. There will be more episodes on the way. If you have any input, feedback, ideas, anyone you think that would make a good guest on my show, reach out to me. Info at the letter D, socialpsychicradio.com. I also welcome all members of our audience. And if you have questions, you can always try to reach me on my cell phone that's des- dedicated to this show at 813-683-2673. That's a new number. So if you have any questions and you want to try to reach me uh, about the content of our show or about any suggestions that you'd like to propose, once again, that's 813-683-2673. Have a great day and greetings from Tampa, Florida. And I hope each of you stay healthy, happy, as best as possible. And until next time, thank you so much for tuning into our show. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Social Psychic Radio Show. Don't forget to join us for another episode next time. If you enjoyed the show, we'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and give us a review on iTunes. You can also check us out on Facebook, and don't forget to visit the Social Psychic YouTube channel. Until next time, it's a big world out there. Keep an open mind, embrace your paradigms, and know that the universe is always yours to explore. Are you looking for that perfect gift to express your appreciation for your loved one or bestie? Well, look no further. Royal Susie offers one-of-a-kind designs with genuine high-quality crystals, stones, and the most precious of metals that are guaranteed to satisfy the urges of your inner king or queen. Each piece is handcrafted with love and is sure to inspire and captivate all. Indulge yourself by visiting Royal Susie's website at www.royalsusie.com for splendid items like agate bookends, impressively crystal-studded bottle stoppers, and beautifully handcrafted nightlights that will charm every room in your home. Royal Susie's featured collections will truly delight your guests and always make them feel welcome. Any questions? Contact Royal Susie directly by email at royalsusiedesigns at yahoo.com. At Baker's, no matter where you order free pickup, you get the same great deals as you'd get in store. So you can save when you order during band practice or at the dog park or wherever. Start your cart with the Baker's app and save from wherever today. Baker's, fresh for everyone. $35 order minimum restrictions may apply. Subject to availability. Get more ways to save at the buy five or more, save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Electric acid. Welcome to the Candle Power Hour. Come with us backstage behind the scenes of show business spanning over four decades and bringing you the experiences that can only be told by the people who were there. Our guests are from the A-list, the F-list, and everyone in between. Get set for some of the most insane, hilarious, and inspiring stories you will ever hear. I'm Mercury. And I'm Diego. Your host for the, the Candle, Candle Power, Power Hour. Hour. Hey there, fabulous souls. I'm Stephanie Baklaan. And I'm Eden Alpert. And we're the hosts of the brand new podcast, Unapologetically Fab. Get ready to join us on an amazing and real journey as we dive into life after 40 and own it. We're all about changing the narrative, leaning into who you are, and living a life by your own design. Join us as we embrace life unapologetically and redefine success. This is Unapologetically Fab. An electric cast production. See you there. Electric acid.